0: Hello, everybody, and thank you for tuning in to the Liberty Report. With us today is Daniel McAdams, our co-host. Daniel, good to see you.
1: Good morning, Dr. Paul. How are you this morning?
0: I'm doing well, good, right. and ready and and to go. Solve all the problems. But uh, we have some good news in some ways. Uh, in some ways. <laughs> the the enemy uh, is disor- uh, disorganized right now. They don't even know what they stand for. But they're changing their mind. That's what we've noticed. And we've talked about a little bit already, that uh, some, some of the people on the far left who's been preaching the gospel of COVID uh, seem to be uh, changing their tune. And uh, it's not because uh, they have principles. It's that uh, the, there were a few people demonstrating, I guess, what they were doing. And you know, uh, this is not just here in Lake Jackson or here in Texas or here in the United States. Uh, It looks like it's worldwide, that there's a shift in opinion. People have finally decided that uh, maybe the government has exaggerated. But uh, I think that we uh, uh, are are correct in uh, praising the truckers of Canada. Yeah, And they're still at it, and they said they're not gonna quit. But the thing that we've noticed here in the last 24 or 48 hours, how many people are <laughs> changing their minds. Yeah. So that that is good news and the momentum is there. And uh, I think the momentum in the, the direction of, of rejecting what the government's doing is moving a little bit uh, faster, which is good, than I thought it would. I thought maybe it would take a while. It, it still is, has been way too slow and it still should never have happened. But at least the, the people are waking up. But there are still a lot of people. The, way, the ones that are hanging on to it are really, it's almost a, a, like a religious fervor. Yeah. This, that, that you just can't give up. And no, logic is irrelevant to them. You know, if you talked about kids and their masks, and I don't care about that. Yeah, a lot, you know kids don't get this disease. I don't care about that. Why Why do you wear a mask if you've had your vaccination? Oh, well, don't bug me. Yeah. Uh, we'll censor you. So anyway, I think there's less of that. So I think that uh, we're moving in the right direction. Let's hope we can help and contribute to the momentum in the direction of more freedom.
1: Well, the rats are abandoning the sinking ship, you know, and it's hard not to feel the sense that you need to have Uh, some revenge against these people that have tortured Americans for the last two years. Hopefully, ultimately, there will be some kind of justice. But, you know, what caught our attention this morning is a piece by Jordan Schachtel, and he has a substack called The Dossier, which I highly recommend. We have reprinted that article on our website. But he points out just a couple of what are actually many, many, many. And, in fact, we've talked a lot, Dr. Paul, about how the Berlin Wall ended. One person chinked out a brick. And then another, and then another, and that's how it happens. And this is what we're seeing here. Now, these people are the same people who, and we've said this before, in 2008 said, I was never for the Iraq war. You know, (laughs) what are you talking about? This is what they're trying to do now. And I want to just do a couple of clips, and this is thanks to Jordan and his great work uh, in this article. But let's put this next one. This is Ted Lieu of California, one of the biggest lockdowners, the biggest vax mandate, uh, the biggest, uh, you know, he he would take you down if you weren't for all these things. Let's put up that first clip. And here's Ted Liu yesterday. With the rapid decline of Omicron, pandemic restrictions will be lifted sooner rather than later. And listen to this, Dr. Paul. In considering when to do so, health officials must factor in natural immunity, not just vaccination rates. <laughs> this is to, And Thomas Massey wisely retweeted saying, quoting him saying health... Officials must factor in natural immunity and then Massey commented thank you for repeating what Rand Paul and I have been saying even if it's two years too late it's incredible to see now just a little while ago you'd be kicked off Twitter and Facebook and everything for saying what about natural immunity what about all these things and now One of the biggest lockdowners is saying it.
0: Oh, I'm not going to agree that it's too late. Never too late. (laughs) Better late than never. (laughs) So the momentum is there. Yeah, it is awfully late. But when you see them switching, um, and you always want to hope that it isn't 100% politics (laughs) and think that, well, maybe he saw the light, but, but uh, that's not going to be determined. And I guess we don't need to determine it because they're now moving in our direction. So we will encourage them to do that. And I hope that uh, they see the light and continue to help, up, help us uh, restore the cause of liberty.
1: I think one of the things that have been a big factor, even though it's been absolutely ignored 100%, is the Johns Hopkins study. And we talked about it last week that showed that the lockdowns d- did nothing at all to prevent death. Uh, it was infinitesimal what they did, but the damage they did to the country, to our freedoms, to lives was enormous. No one wants to print it and publish it, but everyone is aware of it. And here's another I'm gonna show, this is from Jordan's piece, but it does remind me of someone who was one of the absolute worst. He was on television all the time, condemning those that didn't get shots, condemning those that didn't wear masks, saying they should feel pain, well, here's what she tweeted out yesterday. This is uh, Dr. Lorna Wen, Leanna Wen, the CNN's doctor. Here's her just yesterday. In the coming days, we will see many governors and local leaders lift mask mandates. This is the right, this is the right step. And masks needed a shift and marks a needed shift from government-imposed requirements to individual decision. <laughs> but listen to her rationale, Dr. Paul it helps to preserve public health authority for when it's needed again so what she's saying here is if we keep pushing this they're going to stop listening to us. Next time we tell them, put on your mask and put in, take in your shots.
0: All about authority. Yeah. Who's in charge? You got to keep who has, who has the control of the force? And uh, they finally saw the light on this, it's but dear. it's still the, the people deserve a lot of credit for uh, finally saying enough is enough. Uh, because I think there's, uh, in some ways, if you're looking for a positive, why do people go along with this? Because I think it's uh for a lot of people it's their decency about it they're not they're not looking for a knock down drag a uh, fight and always assuming well people aren't that bad and they'll switch and we'll have new politicians in. and they say it won't amount to much then before they know it it's out of control and uh, now they're saying the only people out of control are those truck drivers. Yeah. They are, they're bad people. And we have to re- re- retain them from any of this activity. But I, I think it's, you know, it's just amazing. They, they've had a parade going on. And they, it was a built-in parade. There are a lot of trucks out there, yeah, aren't there? Trucks, and, yeah. uh, boy, see, Nike you showed you yesterday a picture of a line of those trucks. Yeah, there's a lot of people and a lot of trucks. That's great.
1: I just wanted to do two more on Lorna Wend- Liana though, before we move on, if you don't mind, because here she's saying now it shouldn't be mandates. It should be up to individual choice. Here's her just last year. Let's look at these next two because shouldn't be able to live this stuff down. She had a big soapbox that she was lecturing us on Here's her uh, back in September 2021. President Biden's strategy for fighting COVID does not go far enough to compel vaccinations. The time for cajoling is over. Biden should use his full authority to make it difficult for Americans to remain unvaccinated. She should never be allowed to forget this. And the next one too. Here's Dr. Leanna Wen in September. What I wish the new Biden COVID strategy would contain vaccine requirements for interstate travel mandates for schools as we do for other immunizations and a national proof of vaccination system cajoling isn't working it's time for drastic action she should not dr paul i hate to be this way i know you're not this way she should not be allowed to live this stuff down because she was enormously influential she had a huge microphone and she caused so much damage she can't now get away from it by saying well science has changed
0: yeah, that's that's what she's going to try to do, but it looks like she's not going to continue with this. People well, are saying so. enough is enough, and I, I think that, uh, that we're moving in the right yeah. directions. Uh, there's another. Let's arc. be more positive. Sorry, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I was yeah, getting a little worked up. There yeah, we <laughs>
1: But we can
0: keep uh, keep an eye on, on yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. Because I, I think what we're witnessing is a. Um, a, a conflict that goes on and on and on forever, you know, good versus evil. And, and every once in a while, uh, the people who want to do good have to be awakened. <laughs> yeah. And I think this is what's happened this last week. So this is, this is good. Uh, Trudeau had, to put his two cents worth in. And he said this whole thing uh, is, um, poses a threat to democracy. Yeah. And you know how much we praise democracy, and I do. But I, I have a precise definition of my concept of democracy. And their democracy is the dictatorship of the majority. All you have to do is give the people freebies, uh, you put them into a political action group, and then you go and you hire people to monitor and help the elections along. And then you can rig elections if necessary. And then that's the majority. And what does the majority do? Yeah, they undermine the minority. So ooh, that's what uh, uh, Tr- Trudeau is part of. He says, "You says trucker protest pose a, a threat to democracy." Well, let's hope it's a threat to Trudeau's type of uh, of democracy. Yeah. But but there's uh, a lot of there's a lot of other p- ways that people can. Uh, you know in a group, express themselves. I think you need leaders like your example was very good on the Berlin wall. Yeah. somebody chipped away and and broke that brick that that 's a very very valuable brick you know to yeah. get rid of the brick and the wall comes tumbling down so this this i think is uh is very good and uh The the uh, the left political system will continue to fight to maintain their power. But when you see the crowds, whether they're truck drivers or football games or whatever, there are no guns. Yeah. And uh, how many people go to these games? How many people, you know, that goes to, to car races? The People who like car races are really non-political, but I bet a lot of them own guns, yeah. you know, uh, and they understand the issues. So this, uh, this I think, uh, there is democracy out there, and there. Uh, and I like the uh, concept of uh, the, the real, in economics, the democracy is the consumer. Yeah. The consumer votes for everything. Who stays in business? How much their profits are? What, uh, what labor earns? If, if the product is my good, uh you know values and values and labor go good i cost but you need to have uh, a vote, and, and whether it's in the marketplace, this is the marketplace. This is the social market, and when you see these people coming out, uh, it's just great. Oh, but they're breaking the law. Yeah. yeah, probably so. Probably breaking one of the laws that the that uh, the, the, the uh, Democrats or the uh, you know the people who love democracy have uh, have put on. So they're they're uh, quite willing to go along along with that. But uh, I think it's all going to
1: change. Now, this Trudeau is such a piece of work, isn't he? he if you, if you, uh, they're ruining democracy. If you're one of these truckers demonstrating you're a fascist, you're a Nazi. If you don't get the vaccine, you're a racist and you're a misogynist. This guy, I mean, <laughs> talk about not deserving a leadership position. But while he's saying that these guys are a threat to democracy, let's put on this next clip because let's listen to what an actual trucker said, one of the ones that were out there. Does he, want to, does he want to attack democracy? No. Here's what he said, and this is um, Sam Kovac of, of Woodside, Ontario. He said, I'm here for my kids, just to get back to normal. They haven't played hockey. It's been a disaster. Just end. Give us back what we need to live again. Trudeau, Doug Ford, just listen to us. This Does this sound like a fascist, a Nazi, a threat to democracy? He, he, he wants something, but he's wanting a good thing. Because all he wants to do is
0: live his own life, be in charge, take care of his kids, be responsible. But it, it, the demand out here isn't, you know, to send in an army of bureaucrats and start feeding people. Because, you know, there are shortages up there now. It just, just think of those truckers, you know, the, uh, uh, just providing the services and getting the gasoline and food to, to this caravan of, of trucks. Uh, that's difficult. Can you imagine if you'd have had a couple government agency? Okay. Well, we don't really like what you're doing But we'll take care of you. We'll get the tents up and we're we'll feed you and we'll get you your gasoline Yeah, you no know, the people just came up. It was people the market came. working yeah. and people did that and and then the great part about it is is it, it Turned into a party, and that's really what drove, drove them crazy. How You're right. Can, how can they do this? And look how we punished them, and look how we have threatened them, and they're smiling. Yeah. Because maybe, maybe they were smiling because they saw the beginning of the end. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Is what, what they said.
1: Well, here, here are the real fascists <clears throat> and the real tyrants in Canada. And let's—I have a video clip. Let's just watch. I think 19 seconds of this. Um, this is a 78-year-old man getting arrested in Canada. He honked his horn at the truckers and put a thumbs up and he didn't have his ID on him. And here's what the cops did to him. Let's put up that clip. Here For we what? go. Hey, what are you doing? What are you Failing doing? to ID. Hey. Well, hey, hey, that's assault. I've got it all on video. Well, all
0: on video. Yeah, he failed to ID. Get
1: back. Hey, hey, get back, get back. Okay, we can We're cut back. it off. Here's, here's uh, Joe uh, Warnington. If you, if you could go ahead, too, and put up the, the tweet. Uh, but he, he just as a person who spoke to the gentleman who was arrested here, uh, he said, uh, if we can put up that, that tweet so people can follow along. It's, uh, skip the Trudeau one and go to the next one. Yeah, uh, go to the right to the next There we go. Here's Joe Warmington. He said, I spoke with him. He's in pain. He's four foot ten, a retired janitor with 11 grandkids and four great-grandkids. If this disgraceful treatment of a 78-year-old for Honking his horn and the thumbs up to the truckers is acceptable to Trudeau. No one is safe. That's an understatement, isn't it? And I hate showing that, but people need to see. I know you. Thuggery.
0: You've ruined my day. I'm sorry about that. <laughs> well, we, we have to face reality. I can't say you, <laughs> but uh, you're revealing the truth. But it's also the uh, motivator for people saying, enough is enough. Just yeah. quit this stuff. And uh, boy, that is, that is tragic. I don't yeah. know. That's, that's,
1: they take out their anger on this this older fellow, this little guy, because they can't do anything about the trucker. And then,
0: then here we have million. It could be a million people practicing the principle of uh, peaceful disobedience. Yeah. You know, disobey and uh, and but no on violence, no violent disobedience. And uh, then it's called an insurrection. It's called treason. There are traitors, and uh, the the whole works. Uh, they they go hog wild over this at the same time they're the ones with all the guns
1: yeah uh, you know
0: oh no this this policeman didn't pull out his gun oh he had I think he could he was handling his his dangerous prisoner pretty well there yeah, you know yeah. that, that is sickening. I, you, so. you, I hope they show that to people
1: in Canada yeah, yeah. you know I'm, they've seen it, I'm sure huh. but let's move on to something more positive <laughs> okay. I know it's it's bad but Let's go to the next clip because I really, I mean, I don't want to be too dramatic here, but I really do believe that history will judge Senator Paul and Representative Massey so well. Now that the smoke is clearing, the people who have had the courage up there. Here's a, a this is a, Steve Watson uh, wrote up a, an interview that uh, Senator Paul did. Rand Paul warns COVID mandates have always been about growing government power over your lives. And that's, a, that's. That's what we've been saying all along.
0: Yep, And and there's no doubt about it. And uh, up until now, the movement has always been for greater power. But, you know, what what he's talking about and what we're trying to talk about is is something that isn't just with COVID. Yeah, this is a, a basic principle when I think about it in our own history, because probably... One of the best revolutions in history has been our revolution. Yeah. It's been pointed out that is maybe the only real v- revolution where the people ended up with more liberty rather than less. Think of all our wars that we've had yeah. since we always end up with uh, less less freedom. Uh, you know, under these circumstances. So, uh, right immediately after this wonderful effort and at least on our constitution was to the cause of liberty and i'm amazed at the education that the founders had how well versed they were in the classics. it just as blows my mind yeah. what's happened and then when i look at our schools oh yes we have to have government schools to make sure the kids are Indoctrinated yeah. uh, properly, so but right right at the beginning, where was uh, the feelings were strong at the beginning? You had the Jeffersonians and the Hamiltonians, yeah. it, and it's still going on. They still glorify Hamilton, yeah. you know, and uh, think uh, think of the anti liberty standings he did. But uh, it it wasn't uh, quite, you know, it's not exactly. But I think it's that conflict that goes on, the power. And uh, eventually the people wake up and, uh, and, and we have to remember if the people support a bad government, it will stay for a long time. And when the people wake up, that's why this awakening of the people right now, uh, I think, is so great because uh, that means uh, – the the at least a significant change in direction is going to occur because yeah. I don't think we ever get to the point where we have uh, you know a perfect environment for the development of liberty but certainly the United States is still living off its reputation people still want to come here because it's a land of opportunity yeah. Of course which is dwindling and they might not realize the people the. but uh, the world has been made up that way and they're always looking for opportunity this idea that power though Is gained by theft, plunder, promising people stuff that they can't do it, and taking over their liberties. I mean, I think that's, if you go back thousands of years, that's what was going on.
1: Yeah. Well, here's a good quote from Senator Paul in this interview, and I think it's worth putting up um, because people, again, should not be able to forget this. You can put up that next clip. um, Senator Paul said, Sweden didn't have their school kids wear masks at all. Not one child died. The incidence of the disease and the teachers did not rise with the kids not wearing masks. I mean, it's sort of, you know, I worry about the future of America if the Europeans are leading us toward freedom. <laughs> That's, good That's a good point. point. You know, I, I, I always resist this we're number one jingoism, but this is actually one area where I wish we were number one in leading the fight for liberty. And you're right, Dr. Paul. We have been in the past, and we need to really remember that and grasp that back, and let's be number one again.
0: Yeah, I, I think the power that we accumulated after World War II, uh, military and financial power, control of the currency, uh, and, and and there's enough people that gravitated that enjoyed power. Yeah. And, and they were called, well, there's a couple groups, Republicans and Democrats. Yeah. <laughs> and they're still there. Yeah. They're still up there. Still uh, you just look it. at who promotes the the uh, DOD budget. Yeah. It's, it's not a few people, except behind the scenes. There might be a few people in the few deep people, state that yeah. does that. Well, so I've got a, a couple of miscellaneous things. miscellaneous Let's here. Put up
1: that last clip, if you can, while Dr. Paul's talking about uh, this. This is a the picture is a thousand words here. <laughs> if we can put up that last. There we go. <laughs> Stacey Abrams. No mask. Go ahead, Dr. Paul. <laughs> well, once again, one of the things
0: we've talked about in the last year or so is that the greatest impression we have been able to allow people to visualize and understand is when the dictators... Pass the laws, everybody know it and and then they turn around and uh, they never follow them it's it's something that's been going going uh, you know something that they've tried to correct for hundreds if maybe a thousand years of saying the king, the government should live under the laws of the land, and uh, yet this is exactly. We're back to square one you know we've had so many examples of uh, people who wrote the laws and preached it and support the policemen that want to throw a man around and beat him up and throw him in a 70 year old man because he has a innocent gesture you know that is it is so so bad but people don't like it if they don't even follow their own rules. And I think that picture uh, really tells the story. And uh, she's running for office. I wonder, again, (laughs) I wonder if she's going to use that on her her political
1: (laughs) advertising. (laughs) That's what
0: uh, I don't think is going to (laughs) happen.
1: Well, you got a couple more little miscellaneous. Okay, Uh,
0: here here's something interesting, uh, because we uh, we know of these two people, and everybody knows these two people, and. Uh, Joe Rogan's certainly been in the news. He's a he's a good promoter, self promoter, and he's entertained and everybody comes voluntarily uh, to listen to him and his his shows. And uh, it's been uh, translated into a very valuable asset for him. Joe Rogan uh, has a lot of talent. But he got himself into a mess. He received this $100, $100 million, and then he didn't know about the, the can. Well, he, he, did, he probably knew about them, but I bet he didn't know how tough they were and how mean and nasty they were. Yeah. Go back and 12 years ago find out he said a nasty word. He quoted somebody yeah. else that said the nasty word. Yeah. And <laughs> so he has to be punished. And, and uh, I guess, well, I don't know what goes through his mind. But he, he he went through the ritual. I apologize. Yeah. Sorry. Sure didn't want to do that. You know, I didn't mean it. And uh, maybe he had, made, had to make it a couple times or something like that. And he, and I think a lot of people, including myself, do, do you have to go through this? See, I believe in apologies. Yeah. So if I bump you, Daniel, I'm, just, I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah. I think that's over and done with. Yeah. But But these political... Uh, apologies these public ridicule all—it's disgusting. Guess who had an opinion about this. <laughs> You'll never guess? Trump Uh-oh, Trump he's says back. he's gonna give Joe Rogan I mean, he might he better be careful because he might have to borrow money from, from Joe Rogan <laughs> oh, <man>. who knows <laughs> <laughs> who knows what they're gonna do to Trump <laughs> but Trump tells Joe Rogan Quit apologizing," <laughs> he says. "It's a sign of weakness." <laughs> and uh, so, well, everybody knows uh, knows uh, Trump's in his characteristic. But I find that sort of yeah. interesting.
1: Yeah, yeah, That's a funny one. That's from uh, that's from Summit News again. Uh, Paul Joseph Watson did that, I think. And that's worth. It. And then you had another one too. This is yeah. big news yesterday. It's yeah. interesting.
0: Yeah, this this is fascinating. What it means, we don't know. Now, Peter Thiel. I always have to keep checking on. Uh, People who helped me in campaigns, and I always felt badly that I uh, people who've done a lot of work or sent money in and worked real hard, it never got the adequate thanks that I wanted them to get. And there was a time when somebody says, "Do you know? Do you know who did this? Uh, da da da!" And it had a big, big pack. And I says, "No," and I'm, I'm never up, to, really up to this. And this is. Ten years ago, and I've learned a lot. (laughs) But they they tell me that Peter Thiel uh, supported me in the first campaign.
1: Well, that's great. And raised
0: raised, you know, had a he didn't have to raise the money. He, He had a pack. And so he has to have had some libertarian leaning, sympathetic. So he went out of his way. But he's also been on the board of Facebook. Yeah. And uh, so he's uh, you know in that. But he's getting he he's separating himself from Facebook in that organization. And uh, now uh, he's leaving the the Meta board and. he's going to become an ally close ally a pro trump advocate huh interesting so uh, that'll be interesting to see he has the money to do it but um, it, it um, i can think of worse things yeah. They, yeah. They say that and uh, of course i keep i'll cheer him on i say remember you're
1: you're deep down inside you're a libertarian <laughs> Yeah. You know well,
0: maybe but he, he hasn't called me yeah maybe
1: he will maybe he'll push trump a little bit that way i mean we have to have some optimism no
0: that would be good if uh if he did decide to be a little a little firm I, I imagine trump has respect for him
1: yeah i would think so, so for sure well my closer dr paul just again you know i try to do this <laughs> at least once a week to so thank you for watching I encourage you to subscribe to this channel uh to give us a thumbs up to make a comment The more action I'm thinking at least, the better the algorithms will treat us. We're getting close to 300,000 subscribers. I think we're just a couple thousand shy, so double check and see if you're not subscribed and please subscribe. And while you're at it, go to ronpaulinstitute.org and subscribe for updates there. Again, just once a week, and if there's a special announcement, uh, we don't bother you or bombard you, but we want to keep in touch. We got some changes on the horizon and we want to be able to keep you apprised of them. So thank you again for watching the show, Dr. Paul.
0: Very good. And I do want to thank our viewers for tuning in and giving us the support that we need and the encouragement, and, and we need that. But uh, we also benefit by receiving uh, you know, the support that you give us because that really is the pay that is necessary to give us enough encouragement to keep doing it. So there's a lots of ways of, uh, of getting you know, reimbursed, and, uh, of course, we have to worry about our expenses and things like that. But, really, it's getting to know people. I, I've, I think in the last three, four years since we were in, in the conference building, out of the conference business, and uh, difficulty there, was getting to know people personally. And, uh, and, and and I think what I enjoyed was that the people, when they came together, that they did, they had a good time. And that was always encouraging to me. But I think that is is is. Very good. And I think we see that, uh, you know, friendships and uh, enjoyment have, have, has have broken out on the truck convoys. And, uh, and I think that is excellent under dire circumstances. I think it's just remarkable how, you know, there was planning, had to be planning uh, to make a trip like that. And then some people sent some volunteer money in and I robbed them. But they still, it still worked. There were still smiling faces and people coming out, people giving them food and whatnot. It has, it has, uh, and all of a sudden they have survived in dire conditions, political conditions, and also in the weather condition. But then you also have to, you know, be concerned about what they're really facing, and when I see what what we show, which has annoyed me a bit because it just looks so horrible was the policeman beating up a 76 year old guy you know for but for thumbs up for the convoy that's that's pretty bad it it you know there's a lot of a lot of violence and all that goes on but when you see that i think it really catches the the emotion it's sort of like it's sort of like when you have to look at the pictures of what they have what they have done to our children, you know, with these masks and the way they have suffered from that. And if you don't uh, go along with it, you hate kids and you're uh, 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 you know not willing to help anybody and and you're cause, you're the problem. But I'll tell you, it's. Uh, it's delightful for me to see the shift. The shift has occurred. The momentum is in the other direction. There'll be ups and downs. But I think in another six months, uh, we might be almost back to normal, which was far from perfect. So we will always have a job promoting the cause of liberty. I want to thank everybody for tuning in today. Please come back soon.